This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. HelixSleep.com slash OP. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you, my friend. HelixSleep.com slash OP. OP Radio. Ooh. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Do like uh, Ruzing or something. Man. What's Ruzing? It's Ruizing. Oh, Oh, now you're finally going to tell me how, how, how to pronounce your last name. Because well, bruising sounds fucking dirty. <laughs> God, it does. He's always there to make you laugh. Or take a food porn photograph. Just reading his shirts and hats will make life better. I'm like exotic. I'm like a fat <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> He's a chef who plays to win. In fact, the knife was named just watch him as he works He's a real go-getter Hit it, Joey! You can tell by his Instagram That he doesn't give a damn He don't need no reason to go ruizing He goes ruizing all night long The Cuban does what he wants Wrap it up! Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't need no reason to go ruizing. He goes ruizing all night long. It's OP Radio. One, two, three. She was out working one night, and I got home out of a, off a gig early. And our uh, place where we lived, the television, you know, somebody rings the bell downstairs, you know, to get in the building, and you could turn this channel on the TV, and you'd be able to see who was at the door. So uh, I sometimes, for fun, would just kind of go up and down the the dials just to see who was walking by the TV or the door. And I'm doing that, and I catch her and this guy right on the thing. So I hit the, you know, in the days of VCR, I hit the VCR. I hit record on whatever the tape was in there. And I have, you don't hear anything, but I have her laughing, you know, bigger smile than she had for a long time. And and then the two of them just start making out right in front of my fucking door. So, uh... How hard did you get? uh, I was... <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> you dead, man. You dead. Go check him. He's dead. I don't even want to look at Robert right now. You're dead. My man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and there they were. How hard you get? Boom, 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 boom. Did you hear my new priest joke? No. The two priests are driving along, and the cops pull them over, and the cop comes up to the priest that's driving. And he says, 
We're looking for a couple child molesters. And the priest looks at the other priest, and he turns back to the cop, and he says, we'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Did the ladies really like Andre, or was it more of a freak show? I don't know. And I apologize, because I know you were close to him, but I would assume a lot of women... They did. Wouldn't want to have sex with Andre because. Why are you going to be a hater on Andre like that? He's not hating. That's okay. Andre was what? That's okay. Probably got more girls than you. Oh yeah, because he's he's a fucking giant. Well, here's 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 the one thing that I witnessed. The thing the thing that I witnessed, and you know what I call Andre handsome? No, what I but he was very engaging, and then. Around certain ladies, um, you know, then he starts speaking French and he becomes the Frenchman. Oh, and all of a sudden, it's like, they're like, oh, right. you know, and then he changes. Girls are so and, silly. And they're like, this, the personality is like, come here, come over here, mon chéri. You know, like, yeah. like I'm not giving bit. you my mic anymore. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And then it didn't hurt that he had a fire hydrant in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Booing to the point no one could hear him at first. So he, now he has to scream uh, over everybody. And then by the end of it, everyone stood up and gave him a standing ovation. And the rest is history for Bill Burr. I yeah, think that was a up. massive yeah. moment in his career. I hope you all get in your Ford Focuses to fucking drive off the side of that faggot-ass Ben Franklin Bridge. You fucking one bridge having shit city that no one gives a fuck about the terrorists the terrorists will never bomb you people because you're fucking worthless and no one cares about you you are this high above new orleans no one gives a shit fema would never show up for you fucking assholes i hope your mother has herpes and the center of her asshole and you go home tonight you lick it you get it on your tongue Massive moment. What's going to be your move? I don't know off the top of my head. I know it already. Oh boy. Just going to start with like a dead pet story. (laughs) (laughs) My interest. I don't lead with my whole life story. Like, I tell you, it's. You can't wear that watch. You got to wear a normal. Girls don't like Apple watches. I'm telling you right I, now. I, I can do chameleon. I can, I'll get you. I, I you can, can wear this Panerai. She'll like that. She All likes right. expensive. So you're going to give Robert I'm one of your watches? I'm going to give him one of my watches. You're going to give him some pieces to wear? A nice piece. What size shoe are you? Seven and a half. Oh, she ain't going to like you, brother. <laughs> you, you have a seven and a half size oh foot? God. A short little Italian guy. <laughs> Jesus. Seven and a half. I gotta look at this. <laughs> Let me see your kitty oh shoes. It's my kitty shoes. <laughs> Carl's not the tallest guy. I'm, I'm an but, eleven. But you got you got giant feet. <laughs> you might have more problems than being nice. <laughs> You know, if I got black people in the audience, I stare at them, you know, and they're Chinese, but, you know, because it's fucking harmless. Right. But I did a show in Florida, I swear on my mother, in the front, in the front two seats was a midget and his girlfriend. And they were both midgets, and their, like, feet were dangling. <laughs> I, and I just couldn't, because I, I do, like, five it's or six midget favorite. jokes in a row. I said, you know, if I do this, they're going to think I'm just doing that just to be mean. But meanwhile, the rest of the crowd had no fucking idea they were midgets. Because <laughs> right, yeah. they're normal till you get to their fucking legs. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus Christ. But that's the one time I get it. You mind if we hear the midget joke, though? Well, it's going around, but it's the greatest fucking joke where the guy smashes in a car in front of him and the other driver gets out. It's a dwarf. And the dwarf goes and looks at the damage. He comes to the guy's window. He says, I'm not happy. 
The guy says, well, then which one are you? <laughs> uh, we were talking to uh, Bruce Pritchard and uh, Conrad, and I, I got to ask you about this, because when he was writing for the WWE, he swore that uh, they were trying to work a story. Who, who was working the storyline? Vince, right? It was Vince's idea, your dad, uh, where he wanted a, an incest angle with you and uh, Stephanie. And I think, was it Bruce that stepped in and was like, yo, we just can't do this. Do you have any memory of this? He told this story and we were laughing so hard. Well, my sister's hot. I don't know if I really would have minded that. <laughs> you got a new fan here, Shane. <laughs> I'm going on Amazon. I'm buying a Shane poster. <laughs> Who's my favorite wrestler? Shane, period. <laughs> uh, no, I never heard. I never you got heard. my fucking attention. <laughs> you never heard that one. I never heard that one. But uh, but I got to go back to Bruce. Was he bullshitting us? No, I doubt it. But because well, I mean, I'll tell you one that I that I personally said absolutely no to. And my dad says, all right. And my mom was involved in some stuff. And. Um, and my dad says, all right, and then you come up, and then you're going to slap your mother. And I went, no. And he went, Good for you. He goes, yeah. I said, Dad, I can't, I'm not going to hit my mother right. ever. Right. Uh, I said, I had a hard time hitting you, and you're my dad. Right. I never raised a hand to you. You know, yeah. That became easier when he punched me in the eye. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but no, I couldn't do that to my mom. But I never heard the, the, the angle. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, I can't wait to get Bruce back v on the podcast. Veto. Veto. Definitely yeah, supposedly he came to Bruce. I'm going to call him right after this show. Yeah. Call up call up Bruce if you can. Let's get him on his speakerphone. Because I want to I want to hear his side of that. But uh, yeah, uh, that's too funny. <laughs> uh, you got Bruce? Oh, let's see. Hello. Hey, Bruce, it's Opie, it's uh, the Cuban, and we got Shane McMahon. How are you, buddy? I am absolutely excellent. We're with Shane, and I, I brought up the time when you were on my podcast and we were talking about Vince McMahon was coming up with that incest uh, uh, storyline, and Shane doesn't remember it. Shane wasn't on the call, but it was it was during the time that Stephanie was, was pregnant and Vince was trying to figure out if he could write that into storyline. <laughs> the plot thickens. It was an entire Sunday. It was an entire day of my life that I will never get back. Awesome. I've been there, but yeah, I didn't know that one. And when Opie just mentioned it to me, Bruce, I was like, you know, it never got to me, so I'm thankful. Thankful you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's always, that was always one of the things. It was like whenever he'd come up with crazy stuff like that, it would be like, oh well, who's going to let Shane know? The funny thing is, we were all on the phone and we're going over everything, and it was a classic event. What if I was the father? Oh yeah, great. <laughs> oh god. Nervous laughter because no one thinks he's serious and it's kind of like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, that'd be funny. Oh, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. It became, well, what if? <laughs> awesome. Oh, oh god, he actually wants. To, he actually wants to discuss this. <laughs> right. Sick. Exhaust everybody. Sometimes he just does it for his own amusement, as you're aware. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Were you in Russia? No problem. Oh, yeah. you, went, you went with it? I, I looked at it and I says, honey, you don't have to ask. Whatever you want to do, if it's that bad, we'll work it out later. <laughs> but we're going to close. We're closing this. And that was it. And I dealt with it. And it was, I, you know, she drank a lot of water. So it was kind of, it was in like, That's like I mean, if I pee on you, you're going to smell for a it's month. It's like a skunk, me a skunk in a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I pee on you, you're gonna get tomato juice mats for a month. <laughs> it's gonna smell like a basement after a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a hot wet buck in there. But it was is I, that is that a turn on? They, to I guess me, it, I guess if it turns her on, it that, turns her on. Then it works then, for me. Then it's then a turn on. Yeah, we understand that part of it. But she was. I mean, but is it a turn on for you? Well, because but, it got her going even more, of course. But I mean, the actual act. I, I dealt with it. He went too fast Whoa. down a corner. And he yeah. high sided, and it slammed him between the two guardrails and it cut his head off. Wow, that was it. Nice. And the chopper guy, you know, they brought the medevac, and it's funny. The medevac was they, the cops weren't communicating. It was state police and regular police. Big, you know, when when someone's heads off. There's yep. a lot of miscommunication with what's going on. Sure, and I I couldn't get to the kid, but I knew he was dead when the cop when the chopper was coming down. They waved him off, and the chop the medevac just. Oh, you didn't you didn't see the head? He's just. I didn't want to. Yeah, I did. Why? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, funny. Like, I, I knew the kid. I didn't want to see it. Yeah, but after that, experience. I always I always rode, you know, fully fully dressed like they smart because it's just it's so easy. My friend would come home. He's like, "I'm like, you're on a bike with, with stupid shoes," and ripped his whole heel off for a little, little accident. Mm-hmm. So, that's what saved my life. I, I was in a mini bike accident when I was 12. Oh, mini bike, no, nice. And that was it. No, that was it. Jeez, to this I day, know. I can't, I can't get <laughs> it on anything with two fucking wheels. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking like uh, paper route at 12, 13, 14, and some of. Not some, but there was one or two houses where the women would come to the door when that's you had to, when you had to, when you had to get uh, you know uh, paid, and they would be dressed sort of. Yes, they're telling you. And they bend over. A yes. Little. And as a little kid that got boners when the wind blew, I, I was out of my mind. Yes. But I literally had no game. But you don't need a game. I would just show them my junk and see what happens. Really? Yeah. At, I mean, at thirteen? At thirteen, fourteen? I didn't care. Well, then there, there would be the embarrassment of her. Actually, just, not fourteen. I'm making that like sixteen. Well, I understand. I think it was the the Rolling Stones pinball machine. Very, very rare. That uh, what's his name? Al Dukes. Yeah, Al Dukes, who's, who works for the fan now. Uh, he brought in because he was trying to be, you know, close to me, mm-hmm. and that just—it was I, so creepy. How was he trying to be friends? Yes, it was the Wild West. There, it was. Yes, it smelled of desperation. <laughs> so I'm like, when I smell desperation, that's the worst. So right in front of him, I took a sledgehammer and, and I, I busted this vintage uh, Rolling Stones pinball machine. You are correct, sir. Now who wants to hear a vintage Rolling Stones pinball machine get smashed into little bitty pieces? This is so I mean, cool. I just got it as a gesture. Yeah, we accept Visa, MasterCard. This relationship oh, thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can't oh, stop. No. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Did you ever try to convince them, like, I didn't do this? Or did you just give up after a while and it's, go, I just got to try to behave as much as I can so I don't get uh, honestly, abused too much? I think most of them don't care. They just you know, don't they, care. They didn't care whether you're well, innocent, guilty. They're just doing their job. You know, when they, like, when you're talking about prison guards, they just show up to work that day. You yeah. know, even if you convince, if, if you make a prison guard believe, you know, without any doubt whatsoever, they come to the conclusion that you are 100% innocent. There's still nothing that they can do. You know, it's not like they're part of the system. You know, they don't have any sway with the court system or anything else. They're the equivalent of, like, the security guard that worked at Kmart. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it doesn't do any good to... But but at the same time, Maybe the worst Kmart ever. By yeah. The way. <laughs> <laughs> was the good old Twitter people that have the longest memory. They're like elephant memories. Oh my god! So then they're like, 
I bet you that jacket has pee-pee stains on it. I bet you he's wearing it so his girl can pee on him. <laughs> that jacket's ruined. It's full of Mike pee-pee sauce. <laughs> and, Carl, and Carl, you nailed it because what happened was when the first podcast came out when I said it, I took her to meet Mike Francesa. She tweets the picture, and she's like, who the fuck are, are these five, six people? I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, does Mike know that you like to get peed on? Mike Francesa <laughs> pees on you. Mike and the pee dog. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So now... <laughs> Mike Pete and his girlfriend, what a man. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I got so, snorting. So she was pissed. I'm like, listen, it was an old... Mike and the Pete dog. <laughs> All right, let me talk about Helix Sleep for a second. Go to helixsleep.com slash Opie. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders, and two free pillows for you, my friend. That's helixsleep.com slash Opie. Now, there was only one thing that I was bummed about when my son puked in the middle of the night. He puked on the Helix mattress we just got. No! You know what, Helix? I'm buying another one. That's your endorsement right there. I'm buying another mattress from Helix Sleep. And they make it so easy. They got a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. And it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. And they know that everyone is unique, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. The unboxing of the mattress is kind of fun, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like shrink-wrapped. You cut into the plastic and this thing comes to life in front of your eyes. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They're just awesome. They've won all sorts of awards. Just go to helixsleep.com slash opie. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And it'll help support the podcast. You'll get $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. That's helixsleep.com slash opie for up to $200 off and two free pillows. You know, Howard was uh, goofing on our Christmas gifts, you know, like uh, like everyone gave him Christmas gifts. And I was like... You had to ah. give him Christmas gifts? Yeah, like, yeah, everybody gave him... And, and 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 that year, Howard gave us our Christmas gift, and it literally it came in what, the mail. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, it was a canister of popcorn, three different flavors: caramel, <laughs> regular, and cheddar. And it had our name written on around it. It was it was a round a round yeah. can like a, like a foot and a half yeah. by two feet tall, yeah. and it was divided like a piece of cardboard yeah. with three disgusting yeah. kinds. And and. And I literally, <laughs> Opie, I kid you not, I literally stuck my arm in there yeah. thinking th- there had to be a check on the bottom sure. of it. Sure. You know, I thought, well, like a cracker like, jacked Like prize. this is the goof. This but, is the goof, but, but, but there'll be a check. Let, let me give him. So I went on the air, and Howard was goofing on it. I was like, well, Howard, you gave me a canister with fucking popcorn in it for Christmas. And he goes, oh, well, that was Allison. I go, I stuck my arm in there looking for a check. And then I walked out of the studio in Ganji, you know, the guy in the show. Sure. I did the same thing. <laughs> the whole studio, let me tell you. Let me tell you what it was. She must have gone. Okay, she must have gone to some boutique. She went to a boutique where they said, "You buy this canister 
and they wrote in very ornate, fancy lettering to Jack and Nancy, yeah. Joe Clan with the Ugh. date. And I'm sure that's what they did for John and everybody. And that was, I guess, what was supposed to make it special. So you could keep <laughs> the fucking garbage can that came in. <laughs> and, and John calls me up and says, did you, fi- fi- did you fi- fi- find the check? I almost fucking had a heart attack. I lived so hard. <laughs> Howard doesn't give a fuck about you people. Oh, I got <laughs> Listen to this one. <laughs> Listen to this one. You will not be so happy. You you don't even exist. You will not believe (laughs) when he turns that plate coffee. He doesn't even know your names. I don't know. I don't know if John (laughs) knows this story. Listen to this one. One year, and I don't know. I don't know. Told me it. I don't know if you got. Is is this about the camera? Yeah, yeah. One year, I think I like Howard now. He's so disillusioned, he thinks he's still at the top. Oh, my God. So you guys were digging around the popcorn for a check. Yeah. And then Jesus. And, and then another year, he Everybody gave us. Sticky, sticky hands into the studio. Hilarious. Another year, and he they gave got us. Cheddar dust all over uh, their hands. <laughs> yeah. In their arm yeah. hair. And never it come was, out. It was nothing. It was that nasty me. shit. You know, the, the popcorns, it's like yellow with like sealed butter on it you know uh, like that disgusting yeah. oh yeah fuck. i didn't eat the popcorn I, I, I... my humidor's half empty damn you guys went through some cigars huh oh my god some beautiful ones you went through some bats look at this one that's the rarest thing in the world that's Ooh, from havana cuba that actually smells really Isn't good nice? you want a cigar it smells we really can just good. turn this party right the fuck back on just light it back <laughs> up <laughs> we just light the wick on this thing it goes <laughs> let's light that shit back up i got my little this this cures all right here. What is that? Without. What is that? Watch this. You see how it smells like a fucking party in here? No, but it smells nice. It, it smells. Does. It's that cigar sm- uh, smoke is nice. Three sprays. You're all done. What do you mean you're all done? It fucking cleans the whole joint up like in the fucking Taj Mahal. Give me a flamethrower. I- <laughs> I'll get this place all done for you. You got paper stuck to your food? <laughs> <laughs> I got the invite, I swear to God, and I I didn't go, and I'm an idiot for not. No, I got the invite. He invited me up there. It was the day after The Apprentice. What what, what happens up there when you get the invite? I'm in the 26th floor. He's like, hey, I'm I'm running for president. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I'm running for president. I said, you're not. Shut up. He says, what are you talking about? I'm not. I'm I'm just telling you right now, I'm running for president. I just hired this guy, Corey Lewandowski, and I said, listen, I said, you're doing this for publicity, okay? I know you. You're not running for president. I've been on your plane. Yeah. Why do you want to carry the press around on your plane? I've been up in your apartment. you got 19,000 square feet. Why do you need to live in a White House 5,400 square feet on the second floor? <laughs> I said, you're not. You're the not, just going over you're square not, footage. You're not, you're not stepping down. You're not stepping down into the yeah. White House. No, no, no. I'm the only guy to fix these problems. I'm running. Dude, I worked in a fucking restaurant. You guys are lunatics. <laughs> I used to work on a mesquite grill. Like, glassed in... With the chef. And the only reason why I had the job is because the restaurant was slowly going out of business. So I, I became the busboy, the dishwasher, right. and working. You keep moving up. Grill. It's like war. Every no, no, I dies. kept all three jobs. At the same time? Yeah, so I had like the bow tie shit underneath my apron, and I would be cooking the shrimp brochettes and shit, waiting for people to finish like a sitcom. I would like duck down, take the shit off, and you come out, and I would bust it. Wow. Then, yeah, I mean, how many health code violations was I violated? Every single one. <laughs> yeah, so then in the back, there was like a like, you know, this little window where I put the orders up. And in the back, they used to fucking, I remember, they would, uh, they had like a little, look, I don't, I'm not a drug guy, but a little brown cube that was smoldering under a glass. Oh, they the would, hash. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the old, the old yeah. sticky hash. Yeah, yeah the old Delicious. sticky hash. Yeah, and then they would just go out there. We had a guy who was on uh, 
work release from prison. Oh, like at night, he had to go back to jail. Jesus. There was like an average, like there was another guy was a fucking raging alcoholic who had lost his driver. I was in North Carolina. He lost his driver's license so many times that he just, he wasn't getting it back. This is in the 80s too, where you could just like yeah. kill people a couple times, right? He, he lost it indefinitely, so he had this fucking moped. <laughs> and he used to ride it to work, and it was the wintertime. And he would be so bleary-eyed, he'd take a shower at the last second. He always would have, like, frost on his hair. <laughs> like Grandpa Munster, right? Are you kidding me? No, I swear to God. So, oh, shit. So one time, I swear to God. So one time, it was a joke. Dude, this fucking moped, and he lived, and he lived in a trailer. And this guy's oh, like, no, oh, this was bad. It was bad. So it's a joke. Because this, this moped was his fucking mode of transportation. We took his moped, and they had, like, this shed built into the hill where we had all the extra napkins and booze. So we wheeled it uh, behind it up the hill and put it on the roof. And it was like, you know, cars would come by, you know, because it was a mall. And we put it up there, and he just to watch him freak out. And dude, this guy almost started fucking crying. Came in, my moped's gone. <laughs> freaking out. We were just, and I, I'm just sitting there, like I wasn't in control of the prank, so I was kind of thinking in my head, tell him, tell him, tell him. So finally, we tell him. He's like, ah, oh, you motherfuckers, goddamn it! And we fucking walked him all the way around, and we get to the top of the fucking thing, and the moped was gone. <laughs> oh, somebody had stolen it. Oh, no, no, but it had a happy ending. They they ended up finding it. <laughs> And somebody was, I remember it was silver, and somebody tried to, like, do a quick spray thing with his lap, and it was all shitty. And I remember the next day, him riding to work, with his fucking frosted hair, and I was like, I am the worst human being on the fucking planet, because he, he wasn't even, like, mad. He, I remember he saw it, he goes, this ain't that bad, it painted a little bit, the motor's still good. And I was just like, oh, man. So when, you're, when, you're, when I was starting out, we were, I worked at a restaurant in New York City. You know, one of these big lines where you had the, the chef had the microphone? Uh-huh. So on Saturdays, we would do a collection for cocaine. So we would send the the, the uh, we would send the busboy up to Washington Heights with a ton of money, uh-huh. and then he would bring it back. And before service, there was like uh, cutting boards, and we would put little ounce containers around the cutting board so they would be elevated, and have the pastry chefs make the lines perfect Jesus. and cut the, the milkshake straws, and it would be all ready. So Jeez, the what? chef would work operation. Yeah. So the chef would organize, organize it, right. and the chef was a Cuban guy, so he had a funny accent. So uh-huh. when the cocaine would get there and they were all the lines were ready, he would go on the microphone and go, The eagle has landed. Oh, 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 all through the fucking kitchen. <laughs> and then he'd be like, and then in the middle of doing everything, he would organize not only the steaks and that we were making, but he would organize who, who had to go next. Yeah. So he'd be like, okay, two medium rare, one rare, one short rib. Okay, pastry, cocaine, let's go. Oh, 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 And all the pastry station, we'd lift up the cutting board, and you'd get your straw, boom, boom, boom. And then you put it back, and everyone would go back to their stations. It was on. Oh, my, that should be in a movie. It was, the, it was your life. The, the, would you guys be laughing or just like, no, this is normal? No, it was normal. And then, then we were so coked up that we would start making demands, like terrorists. You know what I mean? Because the whole kitchen's coked up. So then we'd be like, chef, we want... Three pictures of margaritas. So the chef would call into the, yeah. the channel manager and goes, Hey, Papo, four, four pictures of margarita right now. Okay, well, I'm going to want He goes, We can't give you any more alcohol, chef. Oh, no problem. We start cooking. Everybody, take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody would just stop cooking. And he would, here come the pictures of margaritas. And he would say, Okay, let's go. Do stay meet around. You would hold them hostage. We left stuff in the hotel room that, that they bought, you know? Because they, they have another scam down there where you buy a cup and then it's... And, oh, the and, cup scam. Holy. See, that, I can't wait to go back because now we know some shit. Well, you're going to have all those extra snacks you're going to bring. 
the meal plan, and then they have these cups all over the place. They're Don't eight, get the cups. $18 a piece. You can fill it up wherever the fuck you no, want. you can't. That's what they say. Thank you. No, you can't. You can't find the fill-up no. stations. They're no. hidden all over the yeah. park. They don't want you to fill no, up. you got to go down to vacuum tube in the garbage right. to go get right. it filled up. And then half the time, you leave the damn cup in the room. Yeah, if you give it the you cup. Forget it. The cup's gone. Plus, who wants to walk around with a sticky cup that you have to clean out every it's fucking... It's a giant plastic fucking cup, so... 18 bucks for the cup to get you. Oh, motherfuckers. My guy told me also that um, back in the day when he worked at Disney, he was lucky enough to bring uh, Michael Jackson around. So he says. Did they tie him up like Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> well, Joey, let me tell you what we're going to do here. What's we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, guys. Joey's a good dude. I don't sound Love like that. Love Joey. Joey, take it away. Take okay. it away, Joey. Wrap it up. All right, here we go. Wrap it up, Joey. Dude, you ate all the raviolis, bro. Yeah, I'm not digging the bread, though. Don't eat it. It's a little sloppy now, too. Well, I put it in the sauce to give it that little Mediterranean flair. I like the Jenny, though. Jenny's good. All right. I drink your pudding. What the fuck? I'm going to eat my pudding. Joey's just sitting there waiting to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I thought they wrapped up four times there. Dude, I got a story for you for the next podcast. Really? Oh, my God. That's a good it's a short. It's a, so, it's a short story. Okay. All I'm saying is... Yeah? My ex-wife and her new boyfriend encountered one of the squad. Oh, nice. Yes! The squad will always take care of you. Oh, the wolf pack. Is this off the new record? Like This will be on the new record. Okay. Which I uh, don't have a date for yet, but oh. hopefully soon. Um, I call this one Omaha, parentheses, Neil Young ripoff. Thematically, this one's a little more old school. Omaha. Got a whole fist inside me and I forgot my safe word Is it Hamilton or Ehrenberg? Every time I get it wrong it's another inch deeper Oh Jesus Is it Cumberbatch? Or Babadook It's kind of hard to concentrate When you're hanging from an old meat hook Is it stop? Why would it be? I asked her for a hint But she just took a shit on me Oh Jesus Maybe it's please don't slide that rod into my penis hole It's not hell, it's not dear God I found that one out when she hit me with a cattle prod Oh Jesus, now I feel so empty and torn up Not going 
safe word I'll be knowing But I'm blanking And she's laughing And her forearm's about half in And this was my first time I'm newly christened When she talks safe words I should have listened But I was distracted Watched her undressing Wacky surprise ending. Because <laughs> I've lost consciousness. I got it. I, I got realized it. that song fits in with the theme that we started. I was going to say, the podcast. That wasn't even intentional. No, the podcast started with a finger up your ass. Uh, I'm not going to oh. explain that if you're just tuning in. And uh, it ends with a fist. I mean, this is wonderful. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs>